You are listening to the YLM Sermon of the Week podcast with Apostle Willie Tolbert. Be blessed and refreshed by this relevant word from the Lord. The Son, Jesus Christ, and the precious Holy Spirit, we thank God for Dr. Mamie Tolbert, Pastor Stephen Tolbert, Pastor Rondell Scott, all of our pastors, ministers, those of you that are here in the sanctuary, those that may be viewing this telecast, we greet you in the precious name of Jesus. Every now and then, you just need to give God some praise. Even when you don't feel it, give him some praise. Amen. He's just that good. Amen. Oh my God. The saints used to sing this song, when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me, my soul cries out hallelujah. I thank God for saving me. Give God a real praise right now. Get your Bibles, if you would, turn to the book of 1 Samuel chapter 2. We'll look at verses 1 through 3. 1 Samuel chapter 2, verses 1 through 3. Amen. A very familiar scripture for those of you that read your Bible. And a very interesting scripture for those of you that would like to begin. Amen. Look around, make certain that everyone has access to a Bible, has found this chapter. We don't want anyone to feel left out. Amen. It also is on the screen for your convenience. Amen. Amen. Praise God. If you have it, can you say amen? Amen. amen. And it reads like this in my Bible. And Hannah prayed and said, my heart rejoices in the Lord. My horn is exalted in the Lord. My mouth is enlarged over my enemies because I rejoice in thy salvation. There is none, verse 2, there is none as holy as the Lord, for there is none beside thee, neither is there any rock like our God. Verse 3, talk no more so exceeding proudly, let not arrogancy come out of your mouth, for the Lord is a God of knowledge, and by him actions are weighed. I want you to read that first verse with me, if you would. Let's do it in unison. Let's begin. And Hannah prayed and said, My heart rejoices in the Lord. My horn is exalted in the Lord. My mouth is enlarged over my enemies because I rejoice in thy salvation. And so is the word of the Lord. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I want to talk with you today in the time that's allotted to me from this subject, overcoming adversity through praise. All right, Can you repeat that with me? Overcoming adversity, overcoming through, praise. adversity. through praise. Say it loud like you're not afraid. Overcoming adversity, overcoming through, adversity. through praise. I want you to touch and agree with me on these several things of about reading his written word, hearing his spoken word, and receiving the rhema word. We shall now begin to experience the manifested word and enjoy the fruits, prosperity, success, the victory, protection of his word in Jesus' name. Would you lift your hands before the Lord and say, Lord Jesus, as the servant has decreed and declared, be it so in Jesus' name. Give him a praise because he's going to do just that. It's important for us to know that God is always with us and will answer our prayers when we praise him. 
It is important to have faith in God and to praise him even in the midst of challenges. God, through his word and Holy Spirit, will enable us to overcome adversity through our faith in him. Let me ask you a question. How often have you experienced challenges and moments where you ask God or maybe perhaps spoke within yourself, why am I going through this situation? Am I talking to anybody here today? The backdrop of this particular lesson, when you read chapter one in your leisure, you find out that there was a man by the name of Elkanah. And Elkanah, back in the culture of that day, he had two wives. And I often say to myself, I'm doing good with one. At least I'm practicing. And so what am I saying here? So the culture that day, he had two wives. And the, and the amazing thing about that uh, was uh, Pastor Bondell, one, one was named Penina and the other was named Hannah. Now, y'all allow me to be who I am and I just like to paint a picture with this lesson. When I look at this particular lesson and I read that lesson this way, I want you to understand something. I, I was just an imagining for Larry, Penina and Hannah. So think for a moment, if they didn't hear clearly who they, he was calling, they just heard the knock. Are y'all with me? Hannah, Penina. You know, could you imagine they both answering at the same time? Uh, yes, honey. Yes, dear. Oh, oh, no, no. I didn't mean you. I mean, can you imagine confusion? Are you with me? All right, let's turn the page. So what? So we find here that in the text when you read it that Penina was one that was having children often. She was birthing children, but Hannah had no children. The culture also of that time was that if a woman was considered barren, she was thought to have been cursed. Am, am am, Y'all all right? You with me? Raise your hands in the air. So, so here we find that Hannah, though she was barren for the moment, she did not stop going to church. She did not stop praising God. She did not stop worshiping God, but she did have some questions on her mind. God, what about me? Mm. Can, can, I, can I talk to anybody today? Anybody ever had that question? Look like you look at everybody else, look like they're getting blessed, they're getting jobs, they're getting houses, they're getting raises, they're getting married, they're, getting, they're having children, they're going through all of this, and you're asking yourself, God, what about me? Can, can I talk real people today? God, God, what about me? And so here in this lesson, we find that Hannah teaches us something. One, if you take a note, she teaches us the importance of being persistent with God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, too often we quit when things don't go our way. We throw in the towel when it seems like we don't get the answer we thought. It seems like when people don't like us, well, so we think, we take it personally, and we begin to get in a corner, pull down the shades, and put on some shades, and just want to hide. Am I talking to anybody? Overcoming adversity through praise. So the scripture in chapter 1, it goes on to describe the fact, could you imagine somebody nagging you? 
nah, 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 nah. Her name already Panana. Then she going, nah, 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 nah. I got babies, you don't. I got children, you don't. My husband loves me more than he loves you. I mean, could you imagine somebody getting up under your nerves? Y'all ain't never had that, huh? I mean, they know it's a sore spot. And they constantly nagging at it. But I got some good news. The nagging's about to end. Oh, my God. Oh, I felt the praise break right there. What am I saying? I'm saying sometimes some things we go through, some things we encounter, some things that the part of our journey we don't quite understand all the time, but it's a part of the plan that God has for you. Jeremiah 29 and 11. Behold, I know the plans I have for you. They are good and not evil. It has an expected end. Oh my God, can I teach somebody today? Can I help you understand? Yes, even I go do stuff I don't quite understand. There's some things I ask God questions. I say, God, I'm this age, but look like they're younger than me and they got this and this. Well, why I don't have that? You, you know, y'all ain't the only ones. Can I just be real with y'all for a moment? So here in this lesson, we find that they go to the temple. Because matter of fact, Elkanah, also the scripture let us know that he really had more liking to Hannah than Penina. Now, I'm not going to go too deep in there. Are you with me? Because some of y'all might be Penina. But anyway, let's look at this lesson here. So here, as we teach this lesson, we look at, she kept going to the temple. And so she put a request before God. She put a request before God, but now, oh, 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 somebody give God a praise. Watch this now. Watch this. Sometimes, even though you're fasting, you're praying, you put some things before God, you're waiting on God. Sometimes he don't always come in the time zone you're looking for it in. Yeah, you know, like, who is that? I heard Minister Holly talk about she had a, uh, um, something with a limb. You know, but, but God did a miracle. Sometimes he, the miracle may not happen that fast. But do you quit? She still came to church. Are you with me? Because even if it didn't happen on the way to church, who said God couldn't do it in the church? Oh, Y'all better help me understand. So here we find she's there. And the point being is this. While she's at the altar praying and going before God, and the scripture let us know when you read that chapter one, how that her mouth was moving, but there was no sound coming out. This teacher's like, what are you saying? You ever had those times you're right before God, you're laying before God, you, and you run out of words to say, you're moving your mouth, but nothing coming out. You, you done used up all the tears you had. Ain't no more tears to find. But yet you said, God, how long? How long, God? So she's there. Then the man of the God, Eli, the prophet, he sees her there. He says, hmm, I see her mouth moving. I see she's at the altar. But I don't hear nothing. 
she must be drunk. Y'all ever had people to assume stuff on you? You may not be smiling. You may you, you may not be grinning at what they're talking about, and they just think something wrong. I think we need to ask God for more discernment. And God, how if I should approach this individual? What should I say, if anything at all? Or do you just want me to pray for? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because sometimes as Christians and believers, we think we're supposed to say something every time somebody lose a loved one, somebody in the hospital, somebody look like got laid off their job. Sometimes it's a part of the process that God is bringing a person through. We don't have to understand everything God doing with somebody. Just make sure you got it. He got you. Now, understand, it's not that we shouldn't comfort one another. It's not that we shouldn't console one another. But ask God, how should I minister? It's not a time to show off. It's not a time to just like let people know, yeah, I'm anointed. Did you not know? Did you see the memo? Did you get the text or the email? I'm the anointed one. Well, the anointed one sits you behind The text now goes in to describe how also that in there he says, why are you drinking? In the morning, the weekend is over. Why, why, why are you doing this? She, she, and it's amazing. She was laying before the Lord. She was before the Lord and he interrupted her. So she started speaking. She said, sir, I'm not drunk as one of the women of Belial. For you that need to know what it is, and I want you to know, Belial was considered the devil. Are you with me? And so here she says, I'm not one of them. I'm not drinking those spirits. Come on. Mm -hmm, that was a bonus. And so he, he said, watch this now. This is so awesome. He said, that which you praying for, God going to do it. I don't know who I'm talking to today that this is relevant for. That which you had before God, you may not have told anybody. You may not have mentioned anything about it. You just saying, God, I don't know how you're going to do this, but I need you to do this. Because some things you don't need to tell folks. Because they might try to sabotage. Now, it's not to make you suspicious of everybody that you do ask to pray with you, but just be a little bit more discerning. Am I? Y'all all right? So here, she's, he says, that which you pray for, it's going to happen. So I don't know who I'm talking to today that this is relevant for, who's online, who's here. But God said, tell you that which you pray for, he's going to do it. Two people got it. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. Okay. What, what am I saying? Oh, what am I saying? Sometimes the things we got before God, it requires us to press in. 
It's more than just uttering words. It's more than just hallelujah, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Sometimes you have to do like Hannah and travail. That's what she was doing. Back in the day, we don't hear too much about travail in the day. It's a one, two, three, done. No, sometimes you got to labor before the Lord. What are you talking about? Like an impregnated woman. She got to wait the nine months before she can deliver. Some of you might be in that trimester where you got it's now time for you to deliver. But you might feel pain in your delivery. But go ahead and birthday my 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 while she was in the travail the man of God said that which you praying for that which you praying for you go through this week just remember that which I'm praying for, God going to do it. God going to do it. God going to do it. Even that thing that seemed hard, God's going to do it. Abraham and Jeremiah declared, decreed and declared, behold, he's the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for God? I'm here to tell you there's nothing too hard for God. I said I'm here to tell you there's nothing too hard for God. I'm here to tell you there is nothing too hard for God. But you don't know what I'm going through, Apostle. I don't have to. I just say there is nothing, N-O-T-H-I-N-G, too hard for God. Give him a Shabbat. Right? Text now goes on to chapter 2. Because she's gone through adversity. Mm. Glory to God. Yeah, sometimes you have to continue praying in the midst of. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you have to pray in the midst of what you're going through. But can I share a little secret with you, a biblical principle with you on what to do when you're going through? Anybody want to know? What you do like Hannah, she said, keep on praying, the Lord is nigh. Keep on praying, he'll hear your cry. The Lord has promised, his word is true. Just keep on praying, he'll answer you. My God, my God. Are y'all ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? And so Hannah, she lets us know that when, when he said, the man of God said, said that which you're praying for, God's going to do it. The text says she got up. And now we're in chapter 2. And here's what happened. Oh, my God. Watch this out. The verses in her song changes. So verse 1, she says, the scripture says, and Hannah prayed, and she said, my heart rejoices in the Lord. My horn is exalted in the Lord. My mouth is enlarged over my enemies because I rejoice in my deliverance. Woo, what are you saying? She said, I prayed and I prayed. Mm, 
I prayed all night long. I prayed and I prayed. The soul couldn't rest contented. The soul couldn't rest contented. I prayed, I praise the Lord. Oh, yeah, I make up songs in a moment. Watch this out. But what am I saying? I'm saying Hannah says she kept on praying until her heart transformed. Because when you're going through some stuff, sometimes you feel heavy. Sometimes you feel weighted down. Sometimes you feel as though you can't utter any words. But she said, I can't stop right here because God made a promise that he'll never leave me nor forsake me, but he'll be right there even to the end of the world. So I'm going to keep on praying. My, my, my. So when the text says, she says, my heart rejoices in the Lord. She lets us know that the joy of the Lord is my strength. The name of the Lord our God is a strong tower. The righteous run unto it and are saved. What am I saying? I'm saying God wants to encourage you to let you know, bring it to the altar and leave it there. Woo. My God, bring it to the altar. So it's then she says, my horn is exalted in the Lord. In other words, what she was letting us know was she had gifts, talents, and abilities. Because sometimes, some of us, when we're going through something, we put our gifts to the side. We put our praise to the side because we don't feel like using it during that time. But I need to help you to doubt your doubt and trust God said, God, I may not feel like singing. I may not feel like praying. I may not feel like preaching. I may not feel like testifying. I may not feel like sharing my faith, but I'm going to do it because it's not in the feeling. It's in the faith. Somebody give them some praise right there. Woo. Then she said, my mouth is enlarged over my enemies. She was being nagged. She was being taunted. She was being aggravated by the voice of Panana. But she said, I can't allow the noise of my adversary to drown out my praise. Because greater is he that's within me than he that is in the world. Am I talking to anybody here? She says, I got to praise him. My, my. She says, when I listen to Penina, it constantly reminded me of what I didn't have. It constantly reminded me of who I didn't have on my team. It constantly reminded me of making me feel alone. But 
when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for me, my soul converts that which the enemy may meant for evil. God has turned that thing He's turned that thing around for my good. I can give him praise in the morning. I can give him praise in the noonday. I can give him praise when the sun going down. I can give him praise when I have money. I can give him praise when my bank account is in the negative. I can give him praise when I got pain in my body. I can give him praise when things ain't working out the way I think. But when I think, she says, my mouth is enlarged over my enemies. So I don't know who I'm talking to this is relevant for, but I want you to understand. Take your praise to another level. I said, take your praise to another level. I said, take your praise to another level. Because there is power in praise. There's an unfailing prayer of when we give thanks, overflowing gratitude, even in the absence of a miracle is being unveiled. When you praise God, it's like he puts you on joy elevator. The more you praise him, the higher he takes you up. The more you praise him, the higher he takes you up. It's like the elevator operator saying, going up. I was researching and preparing this lesson. And I said, God, remind me of those Hebrew words regarding praise. And I'll just give you seven of them. If y'all give me time, watch this now. Uh, the first word is called halal. H-A-L-A-L. This is the most common word for praise in the Hebrew. It means to boast, brag, and rave about God. Even to the point of looking foolish. You praise God. Even when your mascara run down your face. You praise God. Even when your clothes don't take them off. Look like they want to get a little loose. You praise God. If the hair get messed up. You're praising him. And there's some people who don't think you take all of that. I just tell you sit right there uh, while I give my God praise because uh, we praise him differently uh, when you're at a basketball game uh, or a football game uh, or a 
soccer game, you just begin to shout out, hey! The next word is yada, Y-O-D-A-H. This words mean the worship with extended hands. It is often used in conjunction with the halal. So while I'm praising God, I'm waving my hand. They may ask you why you got your hands up in the air. You may not have a definitive, but one thing I know that while I'm praising God, I'm pushing away that which tried to attach itself to me. Woo. The next word is Barak, B-A-R-A-K. This word means to bless or kneel. It is often used to express gratitude and adoration to God. Barak suggests a sense of reverence and humility and praising God. The next word is Tehillah, T-E-H-I-L-L-A-H. This word means laudation or singing. You ever been going through something and you start singing a song? You may not be on the praise team at church. You may not be in the choir, but there's a song coming out your spirit. The older saints used to sing this way. Up above my head, I hear music in the air. There must be a God somewhere. Anybody got a song that you can sing right now? Give God some praise. The next word is Zamar. Z-A-M-A-R. This word means to touch the strings of a musical instrument, to sing praises. It suggests a more joyful and exuberant form of praise. I've been places where they didn't want you on the organ. I've been places they didn't want no drums. I, 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 but when I think of the Psalms, oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good and his mercy and do it forever. Praise him with the timbrels. Praise him on the string instruments. Praise him on the organ. Praise him. The next word is called Shabak, S-H-A-B-A-C-H. This word means to shout praise. It suggests a more passionate and intense form of praise, often accompanied by shouts and clapping. In the book of Joshua, when they put forth a praise, the Bible says, and the tower came down. My God, when you give God some praise, uh, my, 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 uh, when you give God some praise, uh, 
that which looked like a stumbling block is going to crumble. It's going to crumble. It's going to crumble. Wait a minute, Apostle. I'm dealing with something else. It's called people. Well, keep on praising God because God got a way of those who've been antagonizing you, those who've been ostracizing you, those who've been lying on you, those who've been talking about you. God will bring them down. God was so greater as he that's within you than he that is in the world. Give him a shabbat. The last one is Toda. T-O-D-A-H. This means thanksgiving or an extension of the hand and adoration. It often used to express gratitude to God to, for specific blessings. Toda suggests a sense of humility and thanks and praising God. This is just a few of the many Hebrew words for praise and worship. I don't know what you're going to do. I'm going to praise him like I got no sense. David showed us in the Bible when the enemy was going to attack him. The Bible says he went into a hilarious praise where they thought he was crazy. They said, get this hilarious man out of here. Get this crazy man out of here. I don't know who I'm talking to that this is relevant for, but when you take your praise to another level and you lose yourself in the praise, you don't care who's around you. You don't care who not else praising. You're just going for God. There are times, even sometimes people will sit there like God ain't in the midst. But you got to keep on praising. Let them talk about you. Because there's something that's on the inside. It's working on the outside. And oh... Oh, 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 what a change in my life. Adversity is being conquered. I'm overcoming my challenges. I'm overcoming my fear. I'm overcoming my doubt. I'm overcoming my lack. I'm getting God some praise. I want to ask you a question. Before I sit down, are there any number one praises in the house? Are there anybody here that love my Jesus. Is there anybody here that love my Lord? I want to know, do you love him? 
Can you praise him? Can you lift him up? Oh, magnify the name of the Lord. Come, let us worship him and exalt his name together. Even though some folks may say it don't take all of that. Well, maybe not for you. But when I think anybody thinking about a prayer request you put before the Lord and he heard your cry and he delivered you out of all your distresses he brought you through your testimony is I cried until the Lord and he heard me have I got a witness on somebody he answers your prayer give him a Shabbat overcoming adversity through praise. Whatever you're going through, know that God is with you. I, I just sense it so strongly that God's getting ready to show up in somebody's life. I said, God is giving a show off in somebody's life. I said, God is giving a show off in somebody's life. Somebody gonna have a major testimony. I said, somebody gonna have a major testimony on what God overcoming adversity through praise. Are you with me? I said overcoming adversity through praise. Anybody need a miracle right now? Give God some praise right now. Just, just give him Give him some praise right now. Give him some praise. Give him some praise. He's a healer. He's a healer. God is a healer. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We praise you. We exalt you. For you alone are worthy of all the praise. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Thank you, Father, for giving us this tool, a tool called praise and a tool called worship that we can use at any time. We're going through stuff, but we're going to praise you right now. And we realize, oh God, that weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. And we thank you for bringing a morning right now. I said we thank you 
for bringing a morning in our lives right now. I said, we thank you for bringing a morning in our lives right now. I said, we thank you for bringing a morning in our lives right now. We thank you for bringing a morning in our lives right now. In Jesus' name, we give you the praise. We give you the glory. We give you the honor. Thank you for answer prayer. I said thank you for answered prayer. Thank you for answered prayer. Thank you for answered prayer. Thank you for answered Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus, for answered prayer. Thank you for the praise reports that are coming from the lips of your people as a result of giving you the praise. Lord, we just want to say thank you. We appreciate you for choosing to use us, anointing and appointing, calling and sending us to fulfill the purpose, the plan, and the destiny you have for our lives. Woo! My God. Mm. Glory to your name. Glory to your name. Glory to your name. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. 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 There's a person, a person. Welcome to Yes Lord Ministries, a non-denominational, full gospel, Bible-believing church where the Word of God comes alive in your life. Partner with YLM financially using the following methods. The YLM mobile app. Text gift to 1844948395. Cash app dollar sign Yes Lord M. On Givelify, search for Yes Lord Ministries in Kimmelworth, New Jersey. Our website. Visit www.ylmconnect.org and click donate. Mail checks and money orders to Yes Lord Ministries, Post Office Box 425 Union, New Jersey 07083. Join us for weekly services at 1130 each Sunday morning. Our location is 225 North 8th Street in Kimmelworth, New Jersey. Join us each Sunday night for Sunday Night Ignite at 5 o'clock p.m. Every Wednesday morning from 5.30 a.m. to 5.45 a.m. Join us for corporate prayer. Our call-in number is 716-427-1096 and the access code is 172268-POUND sign. Every, every Wednesday evening at 7.30 p.m. Join us for Spread the Bread Bible Study as we dive into the Word of God. Join us every first Saturday at 10 a.m. for an invigorating and inspirational Naomi Ruth Women's Fellowship. Connect with kindred spirits, exchange ideas, and support each other in a positive and uplifting gathering. Every second Saturday at 10 a.m., unite with us for our Iron Sharpens Iron Virtual Men's Fellowship, an extraordinary opportunity to connect with fellow brothers in Christ. 
follow Yes Lord Ministries on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Subscribe to the Yes Lord Ministries YouTube channel. Subscribe to our free podcast YLM Sermon of the Week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and Google Podcasts. We've made it easy for you to stay connected. Download the Yes Lord Ministries mobile app from your Apple App Store or Google Play Store today. On behalf of our senior leaders, Apostle Willie Tolbert, Apostle Mamie S. Tolbert, our lead pastor, Steve Tolbert, and the entire Yes Lord Ministries church family, thank you for joining us and see you at our next service.